at the beginning of a period of formal practice, sitting, walking meditation, before we try to do anything with the body, the mind, it's always helpful to consciously take note of how this present moment feels. What does the body feel like right now? How is it? Not trying to adjust it or change it. How does the body feel? Heavy, light, comfortable, uncomfortable, warm, cool. How is it? So we're bringing that quality of awareness, of clear attention to the feelings of the body. And as we bring awareness to those feelings, noticing what's here, then let's let that awareness have its own effect. If you notice the body stressed and tense, then the natural effect of the, the presence of awareness, of that clear attention, is a softening, a relaxation. If what's noticed is the body is slumped, listless, then bringing awareness to that, notice how the body stretches and straightens, the spine growing to its full, comfortable, natural limit. Awareness informs response. Without a sense of me having to do something to relax or to straighten up or be a particular way, with the awareness bright and clear, attentive, this is its natural effect. Similarly with the mind, the mood of the mind. How is it? Are we sleepy? Alert? Anxious? Inspired? Irritated? Busy? What's the mood of the mind? Again, without trying to change anything or fix it, make it be a particular way at first, just bring awareness to that quality of mood. Notice it, feel it. And in that process of bringing awareness to that, 
after a little while, notice how the the mood starts to change. The, the fact of being aware of agitation or irritation, excitement, the knowing of that starts to transform it, brings things into balance. This is what is an aspect of trusting in awareness. It's not just an idea, but it's a, a mode of practice. Using awareness as the balancing, integrating principle for guiding the body and mind, rather than an idea of how I should be, how I want to be, how I shouldn't be, and then trying to force the body, the mind into that mold created by our ideas. It's a very different way of working. Uh, to help establish a steadiness of awareness, continuity. And it's helpful to use a meditation object, training the, the aspect of attention, training the mind to focus on this present reality. For this we can use a variety of different objects, the rhythm of the breath or listening to the inner sound, the nada, what we're doing in this is taking a, a simple, observable, knowable reference point to be like a flag a sign for the present reality. And bringing attention to the rhythm of the breathing. That's what we pick up as a meditation object. Notice how the mind can easily go into, I've got to concentrate on my breath. I'm going to really focus. Notice those I am's, I've got to, I'm going to. Notice those self-based habits, how practice is easily taken over by self-view, be aware of that, notice that, if that arises, let that go. So rather than forcing my attention onto the present, making my mind watch the breath, it's more of an offering of attention Letting that 
recognition that the more that the mind attends to the present reality, the more naturally attuned we are to the way things are. The less discord and difficulty, the less dukkha that gets created. It's an act of kindness based on mindfulness and wisdom. Rather than me trying to do something to get some result. We consciously bring the attention to the breath. Or rather let the breath settle upon the attention. Sometimes I like to think of this like holding a a light downy feather on a on our hand. If uh, our hand is held in front of us with the palm upwards, just letting the breath settle upon the attention like a, a soft, light, downy feather settled on our hand. Just let it sit there. Don't have to do very much, don't have to fix it or change it. Just let it settle there. Let it rest there. Letting the breath settle upon the attention gently, easily, without trying to fix it or change it. Just feel the body breathing. In this there's a a balance. The more clear and aware the mind is, the more focused it is, the more that quality of balance and integration is actualized, is developed. The very beginning of the Sangyutta Nikaya, the very first sutta in the Sangyutta, the connected discourses, a deva comes to ask the Buddha, how was it that you crossed the flood? Crossed from delusion to liberation. Crossed the flood of attachment, ignorance. And the Buddha said, when I pressed forward, then I struggled and sank. When I stopped still, then I also sank. It was by neither pressing forward nor stopping still, that's how I crossed the flood. This gives us an image. If we're trying too hard, straining, stressing, then we sink, we get carried away, swept away by the the flood, the water. If we don't try hard enough, don't put any effort in, then we sink drift off into dullness, distraction. By neither stressing and straining, nor standing still, finding that quality of balanced effort, effort based on mindfulness and wisdom, then the flood is crossed.
And we set the intention to follow the feelings of the breath, to know the in-breath, the out-breath. This is also a, a, a lesson in how distraction works. We can set the in, intention to follow the feeling of the breath, but so easily we hear a sound or there's a sensation somewhere else in the body. A memory, an idea arises. A wave of emotion excitement, regret, planning. The attention gets snagged by that particular thought or feeling, perception, and away it goes. The mind is distracted. It literally means pulled apart, pulled this way and that, or just drifts off into dullness, sleepiness. And particularly at the beginning of a retreat, it's very easy for those habits of distraction to have a lot of strength. So as we sit together, walk together during these days, in that moment when there's a realization the mind is caught up, distracted, Notice that. Notice what the mind has been snagged by, what it's caught hold of. A memory, a feeling, a plan, a fantasy, a worry, a sensation or a sound. Notice that feeling of distraction, caught up, excited, worried, irritated. Notice it, feel it. And then rather than, oh, I've got distracted, I've got caught up, I should let go, feel that quality of grasping. The mind has taken hold of a physical pain or a, a sound, an idea. Feel the tension of grasping. Feel it, know it. Once again, bringing awareness to that, let the awareness have its own effect rather than, I should let go, I'm distracted again, I keep getting caught up, I've got to get back to the breath. Feel the quality of tension, grasping, without criticism, without blaming, just know it, feel it. And then let the awareness have its effect. And that effect is usually relaxation, an easing, a natural relinquishment, a falling away of interest. And the attention comes back to the breathing once again. Or if the mind has drifted into dullness, getting sleepy, switching off, rather than, oh, I've dozed off again, I've got to wake up, I need more energy, I should, I've got to, I must. 
When there's a noticing, the mind has drifted off, the head nodding, the body slumped. Bring awareness to that. Notice that. Feel that. Again, let the awareness have its effect. Rather than, I've got to wake up, I've got to sit up straight. I need more energy. Let the awareness have its effect. Feel the body straighten as a result of that. Even if it's just for a moment, notice how the mind brightens, clarifies. See what the effect of trusting in awareness. See what the effect is. Acknowledge that. Look at that. See how that works. So you don't have to believe my words or just be following orders, but rather it's seen, known directly. Oh, this is how it works. And when effort is guided by mindfulness and wisdom, by being awake, being aware, notice the result of that. Energy can be put into the practice, a lot of energy, a lot of sincerity and commitment. But it's not stressful, it's not burdensome, it's joyful, enjoyable. As we work with the, the mind, the body, through the course of the day, particularly if we're using the, the rhythm of the breath as a, a focal point, that's what the, we're taking as our reference. If we notice that the mind is easily getting drawn into busyness, agitation, it tends to go that way, and pay particular close attention to the quality of the out-breath. This is the natural releasing, relinquishing, letting go. The out-breath is Mother Nature's sigh of relief, natural relaxation. Helps the mind, the body to incline towards more calmness, steadiness. If the habits are in the opposite direction, towards dullness and sleepiness, just switching off and becoming unconscious, semi-conscious, then bring particular attention to the in-breath, the inspiration, literally breathing in. This is a natural way of brightening, clarifying the system, bringing more oxygen, Brightening the mind. We don't need to breathe deeply or in a special way, but just focus on that in-breath. It's natural, intrinsic, brightening, energizing quality. Each of us has to, to notice what our system is like, what this being is like, how it is at this moment. Working with the way it is, not the way we think it should be or could be. Being attentive. Maybe in the morning, sleepiness dominates. 
Maybe in the afternoon, the evening, the mind is more agitated and busy. Notice that. Work with it as it is. Use the tools. Give direction as appropriate to what's happening. Let mindfulness and wisdom be what guides our effort and see the results of that. If we work with a a peaceful, harmonious attitude, the result is peaceful, harmonious, integrated. If we work with a self-centered, self-based, demanding, agitated attitude, then that'll be the result. Cause and effect are unified, connected in this way. 